My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This special Open Championship pop-up pod is brought to you by Callaway Golf, makers of the number one selling driver in 2017. Pro golfers are on the golf course six or seven days a week. So how do these elite athletes spend their precious off days? Why, Callaway and Vice Sports spent a rare off day with the Open's defending champion, Henrik Stenson, in Orlando, where he learned how to wake surf while discussing his life and career in golf. I got to tell you, Henrik looked pretty good out there today, House. We'll get to that here in our Open Championship pod. I, uh, not, not, not great on the greens, but the ball striking and uh, being out on the links. The man looks very comfortable in the Open Championship. I'm not surprised. I know. It's not a shocker. Go to CallawayGolf.com slash collabs to watch the full off-day episode with Henrik Stenson. All right. Let's go to the Shack House, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. House greetings from a increasingly chilly media center here after a fantastic first day at Royal Birkdale. We had a great time here today. I have been here since bright and early, and uh, it's been a it's been a good, solid, fun, lively day of golf from the Open. I hope you got to see some of it. So, Shaq, it's it's chilly now. It was. Uh... Because by all indications, it looked like, you know, I wanted to make sure that you had a lot of sunscreen, that you had your hat, that you had, uh, you know, full full cover-up. I was worried about the guys and their suntans. And, you know, this was uh, after there was a lot of chatter, and we, we our own selves, were comparing notes on this. I might have um, tried to steer some folks based on the idea 
that the weather was going to be bad. It didn't look bad at all today, Shaq. It looked yeah. glorious today. Well, so far every day the forecast is, has something slightly murky in it, and every day it's fizzled out. And and uh, they were accurate right from the get-go. I got to the course at 4.50 a.m., for a midnight drive, which kicked off the coverage, and it was so cold and raining so hard and so nasty, and they were looking good, and then it kind of faded at uh, mid at uh, sunrise, and uh, then it, uh, but then it just the, the the winds never materialize, and it's it's bizarre house because the afternoon wave really had it nice, and not as many players tore it up in the afternoon as I would have thought, but you know. That's uh, may have been the greens. I'm not sure. The course is in incredible condition. So, as you might imagine, I was concerned because I have a couple of plays out there. We Whoa. gave these. I gave wow. these out. Sixty-four and a half. You know, a six under today was very much yeah. in play for several guys. It was yeah. a nervous experience watching the, the Open Championship for 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 me and maybe some folks that might have taken my guidance. Uh, so far, this this uh, this particular championship. Yeah, and I uh, I was getting very nervous watching Jordan Spieth on the 18th green. I was out there, and he had uh, what 10 feet, I think, uh, to shoot 64. And I thought for sure I'd be hearing from you immediately, and he didn't do it. But it was a it was a phenomenal round of golf anyway for him. I got to follow him on the back nine and wrote about it for Golf Week. And then he came in the press center after, and the whole package was just so impressive. He um, uh, didn't hit a lot of fairways if you look at the numbers, but he missed in spots except for one that were really very good places to miss. But the really interesting thing about him today uh, and the other two guys who shot uh, 65 uh, to, uh, to to keep it a, uh, over that 64-and-a-half number were, uh, were just, was just really kind of how effort, effortless it was for them. Uh, Spieth was really fun to watch. He was flighting the ball well and he was very, uh, you know, he was chatty out there with Michael Greller, but he wasn't like uh, the usual kind of rampant play-by-play stuff. He was chewing gum, which we asked him about after. He was calm. He was talking up, but but not really getting carried away. I, I kind of, th- and I hate to say this, but I think some of it was, was really just being at the British Open, the Open Championship, and the galleries here. The, uh, the no Baba Buoys. Uh-huh. No, uh, one guy had to tell him that he watched him wire to wire win at Pebble Beach, uh, going on, off to a tee, and you know that was really a you know big revelation for him. Uh, really made his day, I'm sure. But uh, <laughs> the the crowds here are so so respectful, and he would be he hit two balls into the crowd, and both times he walk up and go, okay, did anybody get hit? Is everybody okay? And uh, and then he had a Marshall step on his ball, and he watched the guy do it. And he he could have really he could have really blown up uh, because he got a worse lie when he had to drop it, and he didn't. He just stayed calm. And uh, I was I was really impressed the uh, the, the 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 iron play, everything about it. Uh, that whole group was was pretty impressive. Stenson was was very shaky on the on the greens, but otherwise solid. And Siwoo Kim uh, had a very nice day uh, hitting the ball terribly. And I had watched him a little in the practice round, hitting lob shots, and I was just thinking, oh, what a stooge! What is he doing? This is the Open Championship. It ended up he was the one hitting all these wacky little creative shots around the green. So I don't know if he had a a moment and he figured it out uh, between uh, today and and uh, yesterday. But it was it was he he uh, he played some very very interesting creative shots around the green. So it was a lot of fun to watch them. 
the only criticism that I could come up with um, with Spieth, the uh, you know watching it on the broadcast, and he was kind of on the earlier side of of this morning's um, yes uh, televised po- portion. Uh, he was very. You used the word calm. He he was he seemed very self-contained. I don't yeah, know if that's yeah yeah no you know, no the right it's exactly it. what it was yeah well um, he re- yeah he just it, and, and I think it was the gum I think I'm I'm going with the gum chewing. <laughs> Did he, now, he, he didn't a, say that in the in the conference he, the press conference he we asked him uh, Karen Krause the New York Times asked him about it I had started writing my lead for Golf Week mentioning the gum and I was not sure whether I wanted to ask it and thankfully she did um, the great thing about Karen is she she will uh, she she is not afraid to ask some of those questions and and he uh, he told us a story he had the same piece of gum in the press conference that he started the day with Cameron McCormick gave it to him his instructor. And uh, it just was one of those things, and he, he did notice that, that that Payne Stewart used to play that way. Then he then he tried to claim it didn't really have an impact. But you watch if he doesn't chew gum the rest of the tournament, I'll be shocked. So <laughs> he also he also brought the track man out on the range for the first time ever in his career before a round, which uh, I wrote about in the story. Which is for for track man geeks, that's kind of uh, it's kind of interesting and and just interesting uh, you know that another player is checking their numbers before a round. It's an interesting trend. Well, his uh, preparation for this tournament, uh, and the same is true of Kepka, was you know different f- for, for Jordan than years past. He didn't play yeah. the deer, and he didn't play the Scottish. So Correct. he um, had, a, had a quiet week in between. Kepka hasn't played golf since the U.S. Open, as far as I'm aware. That is correct, and very, but, and, and uh, he in his press conference revealed not only has he not played tournament golf since the U.S. Open, he hasn't played much golf at all. So his sixty-seven is kind of impressive. Yeah, I would say that. Well, so the thing with with Spieth and and taking the time off that that hasn't over the years been um, the path to to a, to an actual you know champion golfer of the year. At the end of the tournament, um, did he talk at all about his approach to um, this year's event? In depth, yeah, it was great. They they brought him in the press building, which doesn't happen too often anymore. In fact, they brought all three leaders, and I don't know, maybe the players are more receptive because to to the British accent um, when that press person asks. But uh, they all three came in. All of course were as well, especially. Kucher and Spieth were outstanding, and Spieth was just went on and on. I mean, every question he he just gave these great answers. I asked him about whether he's going to be watching the telecast uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, I thinking he might stay away from it because it'll just be depressing watching the weather. Although the forecast now, it's really the afternoon guys are going to be the ones that get hit. But we asked him. Uh, Tim Rosenford asked about his little trip to Cabo and uh, hanging out with Michael Phelps and, uh, shoot, I'm drawing a blank who else uh, was down there. But anyway, he went on and on about some of the stuff he's been learning from from, uh, Michael Phelps. And and really a lot of it is just diet and uh, zeroing in on his workouts a little bit more aggressively and with a little different focus, he said. And that's what he credits his improved iron play to. So there you go. I guess he's a little more flexible, and he says he gets through the ball better and more consistently. So... I have no reason to uh, to doubt him, but uh, a well, lot, lot, lot of interesting stuff in his, his uh, post round. So you'll see, there's a few articles out there, not just mine. I did not get into the the Cabo trip stuff, but uh, I covered some of the other things. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't care about the Cabo trip stuff. Go ahead and, and you know do you whatever <laughs> well, you need. But the point was, he did say it was it was a uh, it was a uh, you know he got his mind off golf for a couple right. days and then he and then he got the itch back, which you know that was and he you know he played down there, but it, it, he needed that just just a few days of uh, vegging out and then uh, and then get the get the fire back and yeah, mid um, little yeah. mid season refresher. It's not like the you know, no offense to the great venues in between the U.S. Open and the Open Championship, but it's not like any of those. Were must attends and he yeah. hit the one um, right after the Open Championship and, and won the damn event. So you know yeah. he's 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 in form. I would say the only oh, thing that was much. out of form with Spieth, and I'm interested. You saw him with your own two eyes. Speaking <laughs> of, uh, there's a couple guys I, we're going to talk about this that you saw with your own two eyes. What was Spieth looked like? He had not not one, not two, but three different collars going, yeah. and and his little his sleeveless puffer. It looked like he was on his way to a Euro trash <laughs> dance party. The uh, no, 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 that the, was Rory. The password. Well, wait, you, look, we, there are a lot of guys that fit this, but but Spieth's little little puffer, sleeveless puffer, was not uh, translating well, is the way I would say it. Pro- probably not. I might be the wrong demo for this. Probably not my generation, but it looked like he was on his way to a party, and you have to the password to get in was Dieter. <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't understand the outrage. I was out there on the course and I was scrolling through Twitter while they were waiting on a shot and I and I saw the uh, the vest uh, hype and outrage over both uh, his and Rory's uh, Marty McFly orange one. And uh, this was scripted. He was going to wear the vest all along uh, today. It was, of course, we now get their scripting. You know, that, uh, that doesn't make nauseam. it any better. <laughs> just just no, because they, they had the bad taste to the, pick it out ahead I, of time doesn't help I, it. No, I just didn't understand all the surprise, except that maybe now the, the relief is that this means people have stopped reading all those scripting articles, which is probably fine by me. But, uh, yeah, he looked good. He was comfortable. He took it off when it got warm on 17. He had a, he had a half zip underneath and a, like a uh, hibiscus <laughs> shaded shirt uh, under that. So he... Okay. Um, yeah, but anyway, it was... It was um, no, he was he was just very comfortable, and it was fun to watch. He clearly loves being on a links course, and I mean, who I wouldn't if you're hitting the ball well, you who wouldn't want to be out on this course? It's in, it's in great shape, and the, and you had to have a little pep in your step when the weather, when the wind just didn't materialize quite like the forecast had said. Anyway, we've 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 beaten that one to death. Yeah, so he he's great. He's gonna probably win. But anyway, go on. <laughs> no, well that's this is where I wanted to go with it. I don't, yeah. I don't think we can say anybody's gonna win. You you have no idea because the thing that today demonstrated is how little of a grasp anybody genuinely has of what the weather's going to produce. I mean, I know we're, we have 21st century technology helping us, and 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 the the microclimate there in Southport is the thing that that's really yeah. driving you know the 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 conditions. Um, but it was it was a windless event. It was like watching Sunday last year at, at Troon, where it was you know Henrik had to take off a, a layer on the 17th, uh, you know, behind the yeah. 17th tee because it was so warm. We got a, exactly a repeat of this. I thought uh, that we were coming, you know, that we were in store for a bloodbath because of the weather and where the, the, the yeah. course is situated on the Irish Sea. And that may yet still be the thing. Um, yeah, but tomorrow it, afternoon. It was, yeah. it was a big <laughs> surprise um, yeah. today to turn on the TV and see all the sun and, and all the guys enjoying you know that this this uh, 
a 64 under those conditions would have been nothing. I would, you know, no. not, not an eye, not even an eyebrow razor. No, no. And the other thing, the RNA did a, a nice job with the setup. They didn't um, really get cute with any hole locations. In fact, they really put a lot of them in based on this wind condition and not in the way that you would, uh, that would, would make you roll your eyes. It was in the way that would, okay, if the wind's blowing this way, a good player is going to be able to work a ball into that that hole location. So it was a very nice setup, very fair. And then we had some rain overnight. We had we had we had a decent amount of rain uh, that allowed uh, the course to just soften enough. And then the bunkers also firmed up a little. The bunkers were really fluffy and and uh, not fun to play out of in the practice rounds. And that that little bit of rain just firmed them up enough. So you saw some pretty great. Bunker recovery shot. So pretty yeah. much everything, kind of all those little stars aligned, and and I don't care. I mean, we're all uh, very happy here in the media center uh, because we have some. It's just a, you can get some strange British Open first round leaderboards, and this one's sensational. I think you know the I, speed, that's the speed word for Kepka, it. Kucher at the top, and and Casey with a very quiet uh, 66 right there. And Poulter, I think, is just a great story. Justin Thomas right there. Then you have a couple of fun English stories, you know, Richard Bland and um, the uh, Manly and, and then uh, Cabrera Bayo, who's not English, uh, who won last week. So a nice international mix, Matsuyama lurking. And then, you know, John Rahm goes from looking like a disaster to um, getting cleared of another rules violation. And it turns out he's uh, posted a 70, excuse me, a 69. Let me see if I can pull it up here on that. We have- Oh, a, I hadn't, under, I didn't realize the yeah, two-stroke yeah. penalty that was in it play. Was, it was, correct, was did not off. happen. Yeah, okay. so he, he right. was very pleased and uh, very happy was. to give interviews after the round because he was he was cleared. We're waiting on a statement. One of my colleagues from Golf Week is uh, working on it. He got a, got to interview him. So uh, a good day for Rom. So really, and then Rory had a great comeback. It was looking like he was going to be taking another weekend off. So really, uh, I want to talk about um, Rory and Ricky. Those were the two um, really oof, interesting yeah. performances to me today. Uh, yeah. I mean, other than sort of the weather, um, you know, sort of evening out and letting guys get out there and, and put up some under par numbers, that's one storyline. But the storyline of Rory and Ricky, and they both, they each had, you know, different rounds, but each was extremely gutsy in its own regard. Yeah. Let's start yeah. with um, with Rory. What did you see? Uh, how much were you able to, to see of Rory? Very little. I mean, I watched him on the, I was writing my story when he was at the uh, the, the, the point where he was really stinking it up. And then, uh, you know, he got it going when the without that wind there at the end. And I mean, he went from 80 to 1 to 40 to 1 in a, in a heartbeat on the, uh, the updated odds. And they gave it a big fist bump at the end. And um, so a nice recovery for him. Uh, I don't I don't know what to uh, what to think still of where he is with his game, but he clearly left the golf course in a good mood and uh, he's two over and and or excuse me, is he uh, sorry, one, over. Birdie, one over with a birdie yeah. on 18. Yeah. So uh, that's only six back. And, and uh, so definitely a big, big salvation for him. Ricky, on the other hand. Wow, was he hitting some bizarre shots? And he—I mean—he is going to sleep well tonight. He was in places that were high stress. Uh, oh, excuse me, uh, uh, high leverage situations. That's my new favorite baseball. Have you been getting that? Dear, <laughs> dear Nats announcers, do that now. With every, I, I, every I've been subjected to the to the leverage every, for a little while. Every, every situation is a high leverage situation now. Anyway, 
uh, or a super high leverage situation. Anyway, he had multiple times uh, uh, where he could have just, the round could have completely unraveled, and he somehow scraped it around and just kind of kept hanging in there. I mean, he hit one drop kick iron on 15. Granted, it was after he'd, he'd been looking for his ball and had about 100 people looking for his ball, uh, and it was a, a great photo that went around on social media. And then he, he they found it. He went out sideways, and then he he had an iron into the green. I mean, he had, it, it just a colossal drop kick, short left to the green, and and didn't get up and down. So it, it, it looked like one of those where everything that went wrong um, did uh, that could go wrong and did. And um, it's going to be uh, interesting to see if he can make a couple little adjustments and and because uh, I I think he his body language was very unusual. I don't know if you how much you saw, but he was he was visibly mad at himself and mad and and flustered a few times and he just doesn't get that way very often so i well, believe is, it having seen him play why, at the scottish how i so i think i said on the previous show how effortless the game looked for him and then what does he do he goes out there and has a round that was just all <laughs> all all uh, uh smoke and mirrors to get get through it but that's that's precisely the point this is the thing that that impressed me about him um, he has not this season. He's been, he's been in form all season long, yeah. and I would say he hasn't really confronted the kind of adversity. Now, this, these are um, you know uh, self-made errors that he's that he's uh, entirely one hundred percent responsible for, but um, he hadn't encountered that kind of adversity, and for him to finish the way that he did. Uh, and yeah. to hang in there. I, th- I thought it was a pretty yeah. incredible round. And I think, you know, uh, all things considered, from what we've observed of him, the kind of player that he is, it's it's prob- it's in a way, this is a, a kind of dumb thing to say, but it strikes me as possibly better for him to have had that round to, yeah. as the entry point in, as opposed to w- the way that he began the U.S. Open, which is a kind yeah. of a crazy thing to say. Because no, he, no, I think you're absolutely right. I, in a weird way, I mean, he won't. You know he's exhausted. No, I know. Tonight. That's he's, for us. This is for our pop psychology. No, but it's, it's fascinating. I think it's a. I think you're right. I think it's a. It's a fascinating little turn, and and um, uh, we'll see what he does tomorrow and, and how he recovers. But but all in all, I mean, I just the more I look at this, uh, the diversity of, of games and storylines and and uh, the way the course performed, it really was a uh, an outstanding day. Now, did you? Uh, like a lot of people, you were working. Did you have this on some uh, NBC streams? Uh, what, what were you What were you looking at? And what did you think of the coverage? I thought the coverage on balance was excellent. They delivered exactly the right combination of um, tech features. So I learned the golf course today, and that's always what I want out of a Thursday broadcast. I want Thursday to help me learn the golf course so that as the week goes on, I have a familiarity with the holes. I know where trouble is. I know where, um, you know, if a guy hits it in that place, then then he's cooked. I, I, I very much appreciate that out of the Thursday presentation. And I thought um, the broadcast was a home run in that respect. I learned the golf course today. The other thing that was an absolute revelation, speaking of home runs, I can't tell you how good Bones was. I mean, it is is as though he has been 
training for 10 years, walking the golf course behind Phil, doing his own private commentary on what, what's going on. And that's how well-versed he was. He had unbelievable stories. He told an incredible story about Phil playing with Bubba. Bubba was yeah. coming up 18 fairway, and uh, and he and 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 Bones uh, insisted on sharing the story about how Phil encountered Bubba early in Bubba's career. Bubba's still in college, and that um, you know Phil put, did a little uh, just because he was he, he was coming to Athens, Georgia, to visit Bones, uh, Bones' hometown, and he would go play with the guys at the University of Georgia once in a while. And Bubba happened to be there, and they wagered, and uh, Bubba did not beat Phil. And as a result, um, Bones thinks it's the case that Bubba still owes Phil a plane washing. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty good. It you is. know, that's yeah. not a story you're going to get. You know, I'm not going to name names, uh, but like from your regular, uh, you know, Saturday no. Sunday broadcast uh, on on the no. usual. Uh, you know, programmers, you're not getting those kinds of stories. So he was also, as you would expect, like ex- extremely uh, astute in terms of his observations, but uh, super articulate. I mean, we've, we've seen interviews with him. We know uh, how well-spoken he is and how concise he can be. Um, but I just found his overall presentation, it felt as though he'd been doing it for a decade, which is why I made the joke about him, you know, walking behind Phil all these years yeah. and maybe doing commentary under his breath. I don't know. I thought it was pretty bold that they they put him out there and uh, in 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 the range of Phil and the ability to comment on him. I I was I wasn't expecting that uh, right out of the shoot, but I guess why not? It's uh, it's the best way to to handle it and let him let him comment on on Phil. Well, he, and he had uh, a much better he, he had a much better present uh, performance than Phil did today. Yes, yes, yes. As several noted, he'll be working the weekend, and 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 Phil probably won't be unless he goes out tomorrow and, and does something special. The thing that also was funny, about, just last thing on Bones, was how many writers noted, hey, I've been trying to get these stories out of him for years, and he's never cracked. And uh, there he was just spilling the beans on round one of the open. But good for yeah, him. Yeah, right. I think that's, he's, he's a professional. He's not giving that stuff up for oh, free. No, no. no. He, it's a, he it's knows a, what he's yeah. doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, good. I'm glad to hear that was the case with the broadcast. I I have it here, and when we, we were in, I was able to see it. Uh, I, I agree with you. They did a nice job with the course and the uh, the aerials. A lot of this is part of the world feed. Some of it's NBC. They had a putting graphic. I don't. I didn't understand a, a thing that that made no sense at all to me. Actually, uh, showing a line of a putt. Um, the one, but the one thing I will say, criticism wise. Um, because of the nature of the feed onto your into your digital platform, it was uh, an extraordinary number of commercials. It was a murder, a murderous number of commercials. Oh, okay, uh, so it was not you know in the vein of the U.S. Open or the Masters where you get sort of a you know a much less um, uh, intrusive commercial interruption. This was you know equal to watching it on TV at home, perhaps even more. I mean, if you tried to do any rewind or forward wind, it, it, it is nice to having that capacity at your desktop, but you would immediately get stuck in the three commercial loop that you couldn't break out of. Oh, Anytime you tried to move okay, it. Cause, cause so what so I, that's I'm a murder. A, interesting, because the one thing I noticed watching NBC here, and I'll, I'll get some clarification on this for our show on Sunday night, um, that sounds like a digital issue and a digital ad package deal because here I actually commented to somebody. You know, this is the first year for NBC under their terms of the of the uh, agreement they reached with the RNA, 
And I actually felt like there was uh, a much less commercial inventory on the broadcast uh, from the perspective here that we were watching compared to the old model that the because NBC basically worked under the contract terms of the NBC uh, the ESPN deal, which was always way too many commercials. And so I'll try to find out what the what the number uh, is per hour because it well, seemed better to me. But uh, that sounds more like a not maybe a great, I. Well, yeah, maybe they, I caught no, a bad I stretch. I don't know. I know how those things can be because uh, the PGA of America used to have one with the PGA Championship where uh, you, you had any interruption at all, and then suddenly you're getting the Mercedes ad playing again or whatever it was, and it was brutal. So I'll, I'll see what I can find out on that. Um, yeah, well, early look, on they had yeah. they had some they had Tarico they had a they they moved the announcers around so it seemed like a good good setup but uh anything about uh about the place you're you're curious about just from from watching i mean it uh, i've gotten to know it fairly well now and i've really enjoyed walking around it and uh great crowds today too i want to get your thoughts on what guys you're interested in seeing i'm going to share with you my guy i am now on fire for, for rory what what he did uh-huh. on that back nine and the way he was putting and the way he was see- seeing lines it, you, you, it was the that version of Rory where you can see him seeing the line, and you know that he's going to make the, the putt. That happened three times on the back, okay. and I was like, this, All right. it's, it's, it, "Look he's, out!" I mean, he is—he's—he's he's, uh, six shots back. Look out for Rory. That's where I'm right. at right now. I'm letting you have him. He's all yours. He's all yours, my friend. Uh, I, actually, hey, how about Bubba Watson at two under? And, and uh, I don't know if you got to see it. Anybody got to see it? His body language, his uh, focus, everything looked sensational. It looked like uh, Bubba see, I, from a few years ago, which just, yeah. occurred. I mean, like, where did this come from? I've been waiting. He had a good memorial, and I actually, right on the ba- right on Sunday of the memorial, put in a small wager on Bubba for the U.S. Open at 80 to 1 because, you know, the early take yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on Aaron Hills. Was yeah. that it was going to be a bomber's course? And I thought, you know, but they're, they're probably showing a little something. I was really uh, impressed with his round today. Yeah, no, this is a, this is a really uh, interesting thing for him to break through. And then he's going to be out in the morning tomorrow. So we'll see what, uh, what are, let's see what the people are, are saying. Now, I, House, I went completely out of control at uh, Ladbrokes with, uh, I, got, I, I got into some prop bets and, and fun stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm, my guy Andy Sullivan is still uh, getting no respect. Shot a, a, a decent, e- even par round. Andrew Levy, uh, excuse me, Alexander Levy had it to two under. I was getting very excited early and uh, fumbled a little bit coming in my 250 to one shot, man. Um, but uh, Andy Sullivan still hanging in there. What are, what, are, what are the punters saying about Bubba? Is there any love for Bubba? No, it doesn't appear there. They're too excited. Well, I may have to, you know, get over before dinner. You might, but, get a, um, you might get a price. I am, well, obviously I'm excited just to see what these afternoon guys do if the forecast holds. Because the, the forecast that I have says it's it's going to get very, very ugly in the afternoon. And the players are banking on that. Spieth sort of is planning for that. And um, I have well, no reason to doubt What's the morning? Give me, give me the comparison. Uh, is the morning tomorrow going to be like the afternoon was today? A cakewalk? Uh, I don't know. I think it'll be a, it won't be that nice, but it won't be that bad either. And so and what's I think supposed the, to, what's, uh, what's coming in? Is it wind? Is it wind and rain? It's what's wind, supposed wind to be? and rain. It's we have oh, okay. uh, we have a chance of gusts up to thirty five. Uh, winds generally fifteen to twenty. 
with uh, gusts of 30, but perhaps 35 in the afternoon. And what and time is – even 15 not, is enough not being to, very, to mess with not, guys. What they're time? not really committing to uh, yeah, Of course the they time. are. No, been, I'm sure they're been, not. No, nah, they've been they've been a little bit uh, weak on that front. So I think that'll be uh, well. We'll see. It'll just be fun to um, to kind of see if the luck of the draw uh, works out. You know, Speed's view uh, was that that he's going to play 30 of these, and it's going to be 50-50 in the end. And he's really taking this sort of. I guess what I I loved what I saw there is he's taking this big picture view that uh, now that uh, there's not there's urgency. But there isn't that that urgency where you sense, okay, maybe he's trying too hard or pressing too much. And that, that's the first time I've kind of felt that around him where you, you don't feel like he's going to uh, get carried away and waste a lot of energy. So anyway, that's... Well, that's, look, that's, I, it's, uh, it's an outstanding leaderboard. Yeah. I'm, and we, we've got a, 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 the perfect uh, first day summary here, I'm glad that we've reached the end of this. I did not have to talk about Jason Day's oh, uh, no, no. joggers, you have to, you, yeah, 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 joggers yeah, 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 and Jordans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, so we, oh, we, that's what we didn't on. cover. We didn't cover that on the fashion. How about that? <laughs> what do you mean? How about that? That is you know, the you fact that he shot did? a one under today after gym class is really impressive. I'm glad that he was yeah. able, you know, after his uh, <laughs> his stepping his step exercises oh. to make it out to the golf course and 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 walk around and get us a nice 61. Some I mean, leg uh, warmers, a, a nice 69. He, he somebody had a great tweet that he he actually just violated the new LPGA dress code, which bans the joggers. The other thing he did that that. Uh, I love me, that. Uh, at his press conference the other day, he brought his gym bag and uh, and and set it down next to him. And then when he got up, he kind of picked up the bag. And I went, "Oh no, are we trying to are we trying to sell some 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 goods here? What what's going on? Is it? it I haven't seen this, but a couple of people said Westbrook and a few of the NBA guys have done this now. To the pressers, brought a uh, sort of a. A weekender bag or something that uh, and and because he's got oh, you know he's got a hand part of the ensemble. So, yeah, you know, it's just, he's trying have, too hard. Yeah. Did you watch the Callaway Live with Matt uh, Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons, who loves I, Lynx golf? Who at some point we're going to get on the Shack House. Yes. Did we you did you watch did you watch the show? I will tell you, I watched the first ten minutes. The reveal was the thing that I was most curious to see. I wanted to see uh, oh, Harry okay. Arnett. Yes. Harry was very calm, cool, and collected. He thought he was going to get you, who he's had. He, he probably interviewed yeah. 25 guy. times. <laughs> and, and then when Matty Ice ap- appeared, the enthusiasm, I mean, enthusiasm doesn't even capture it. It was yeah. it was genuine love. It was a, the, the surprise mixed with, with you know, yeah. uh, a, a really endearing uh, enthusiasm out of Harry. He's clearly a Falcons fan. He proved that. So anyway, it's I urge people to check it out. I have it posted on my site, Callaway Live. You can search on the internet. Matt Ryan, great show. Jeff Newbarth produced. Uh, uh, and and obviously Harry has to ask the uh, 15 Super Bowl questions. But then when he gets to it, there's really some cool stuff with Matt Ryan about uh, Lynx golf, why he loves loves it. He gets he goes annually on a trip. And then he gets into interesting stuff on why he plays golf to help with his flexibility, which I thought was wow. fascinating. Kind of a, yeah, the, uh, gets into some stuff about rotation and different things. Uh, and a very cool guy. Uh, it was just an honor to meet him and uh, such a such a class act. 
So uh, I urge people to check that out, especially this time of year. It's just kind of cool that uh, we're getting ready for NFL training camps and all that. And here's a guy who's a quarterback, a star quarterback, loves loves his golf. Um, so Callaway Live is uh, it's really an outstanding episode, and not because I was the foil at the beginning. Um, <laughs> so we're going to come back on Sunday night after the yes. uh, final round. Yes, and we'll we have uh, lots to kick around, I think. It's going to be a doozy. And um, in the meantime... Lots of coverage on uh, my site, jeffshackelford.com, golfweek.com, and then you'll uh, you'll be tweeting a little bit. Uh, I'll probably tweet some I definitely will some uh, some betting uh, updates. Always a pleasure, Jeff Shackelford. Absolutely, another fine uh, Shack House is in the can. Thank you, House. Another fine Shack House. It's British Open edition. On the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.